there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back to Follow the Money live from downtown Las Vegas at Circa Resort and Casino. Remember, everybody, First Bet wants you to get in on all the horse racing action. Sign up today with the promo code VEGAS1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. Use the bonus code VEGAS1000. Stormy Bond, Tony, and Dave Ross live at the desk in for Mitch and Polly today. And... How about them Cowboys? Let's go, boys. Dave, I mean, also, how about their Super Bowl chances after shipping out Amari Cooper to yeah. the Cleveland Browns, basically for a salary dump, losing a number of team staples this offseason. But Dak Prescott is healthy. Yeah. You have that on your side. Where I want to start here, though, okay. is a very interesting relationship between oh. owner and head coach. Coach, mm-hmm. um, here's what Jerry had to say, Jura, excuse me, Jura. Uh, about Mike McCarthy yesterday. It it has been an off season full of uh, 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 a varied type uh, issues, but one of the ones I want to address uh, directly because I guess it's uh, uh, the one that uh, uh, probably the one that I have the most sensitivity about, and that is Mike and him. Uh, coaching. And uh, I want to be real clear. He wouldn't be sitting here today if I didn't think he was the man to lead this team to a Super Bowl. He would not be. And I have choices. And uh, so that's not meant to be insensitive to anybody. That's a fact. I I, I can't listen to it enough. So Mark. I don't Mike. know if he thought that he was doing Mike McCarthy a favor I, I by saying that with all of the questions that he has gotten about how do you feel about your job security and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But all I know is that head coach and owner, that's supposed to be a marriage of some sort, right? I don't know how I would feel if my husband said, <laughs> I, you know, I picked you. I got choices. <laughs> so. And that's a fact. And not only do I have choices, but, I mean, they're still sticking around. They're not going anywhere. Like, Sean Payton's <laughs> right around the corner. I think this might work out. Like, that's a little bit uncomfortable. And, and Mike says, Big Mike, as I like to call him, that this is all media-driven, and that's really not the – no, it's not media-driven. This, this is – when Jerry speaks, it becomes Jerry-driven, right? And we know the elephant in the room is Sean Payton and the affinity that the, the Joneses, Stephen, and Jerry both have – for Sean Payton, Sean goes way back to the Bill Parcells days in the 2000s when he cut his teeth coaching under Parcells in Dallas 
So that more than likely is going to happen if it doesn't work for Big Mike this year. So Big Mike knows he's on the hot seat. Like it, that seat is that's legit hot. And the thing that I Jerry has been criticized multiple ways, right? Early in his coaching career with Jimmy Johnson, when they won the, the, the two Super Bowls and then one with Barry Switzer, ego got in the way. That partnership dissolves. You bring in Barry, you win one with Jimmy's guys. So he, he kept some guys, he cut them loose too soon. I can get 50 guys to coach this team, famously. He was right. He got Barry Switzer. He did win. And then when he gets Jason Garrett, he stays with Jason too long because of all the flack he'd gotten before. So he's going to prove it. I'm going to make sure that this works with my hand-picked guy, Jason Garrett who was, by the way, wanted by the Baltimore Ravens. They had offered him a contract. He, he won up the Ravens, and then they went and got some, got some guy named John Harbaugh, and that worked out pretty well for them. So I think now it's almost like Jerry's in his head is, how long should I keep these guys? Yeah. If I fire him, am I going to get criticized because it's too soon? This is it. The, Mike McCarthy, this is the year. And if it doesn't happen early, I wouldn't be surprised if a coaching change happened mid-season so he has been criticized for a lot of things rightfully so i understand yep. um, a lot of ways probably a little too over critical of the way that he has performed as a coach uh, espn's jeff darlington made a really interesting comment yesterday when he was on the air and he said close your eyes look at the dallas cowboys this year and if sean payton is their head coach you view them as a super bowl contender because Mike McCarthy is a head coach is why you might have a different feeling if you do. Their win total set at 10. They are the favorite to win the NFC East, but that is changing in a lot of folks' minds because Look so many people are high on the Eagles Plus as they are. thirty-five, Stormy. I know. Now, again, nobody's repeated in the NFC East. You talk about trends, be your friend. Maybe not your guide, but nobody's repeated in the NFC East since 2003-2004. That's almost two decades mm -hmm. when the Eagles did it with Donovan McNabb. And now the Cowboys were minus $1.25 pre-draft. And, and now plus $1.35 post-draft because of what Philadelphia And the A.J. Did? Brown trade in Philadelphia. So people really high on them. Look, I love what the Eagles have done. And I've come on the network and I've said, if you made me wager, the Eagles, when they were a $2 betting dog, I liked them then. I don't know that I like the Eagles with the price getting shortened the way it has. And it's almost making me want to buck that trend and double up in the Cowboys at plus $1.35, because I still think the 53 is pretty darn good. The point you raise about Mike McCarthy is interesting to me, because I don't view it the same way. I view Mike McCarthy's been neutered. What he did at Green Bay when they won a Super Bowl was he called plays. He's not eligible to call plays, because when he took the job in Dallas, the agreement, wink, wink, was that Kellen Moore will call plays. And everybody said Kellen Moore is the next head coach somewhere. This is the genius. Mike, that's what you do. You call plays. Kellen Moore took a step back last, last year in his play calling, in my estimation. It's a big year for Kellen Moore. And by the way, if I'm Mike McCarthy and it starts to go south early, Stormy, I'm taking over play calling duties. That's why I became a Super Bowl champion in Green Bay. Let's talk about this offense then a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because like I mentioned off the top, they lose Amari Cooper. They lose Cedric Wilson in free agency. Michael Gallup coming off of the injury, the ACL yeah. tear. Uh, you obviously do have C.D. Lamb back, who is leading this group, is an exceptional player. But this skill group that was considered one of the best in the NFL now has some questions. So what are your expectations for Dak and this offense? And I mean, throw the run game in there as well with what's going to happen with Zeke and Tony Pollard. Great points. And again, the Ezekiel Elliott move the day they drafted him. And when the Cowboys took him fourth overall, he jumped the line initially in the contracts. And what that did was that's why Dak didn't get paid. That's why Amari Cooper had to wait to get his money. And then when he got his money, the 20 million a year guaranteed, it became too hefty in the cap this year. And Jerry Jones and Steven Jones said, we have to give you up for a six-round pick because we can't afford you. So Zeke really is the guy that kind of started this whole hemorrhaging of money with the contracts. And it's why you see those defections that you mentioned. When you can't even bring back a guy like Sed Wilson who gets bigger money to go to Miami, That's that was an understated key cog in the machine. Connor Williams, I wasn't really thrilled about his play uh, over the last couple of years. He goes and gets a big-time deal. Uh, and Lael Collins... Randy Gregory, we saw the, the issues there with Denver, where it looks like he wants to go back to Dallas. He's going to go back, and then the last second he goes to Denver. I mean, it was a chaotic offseason for the Joneses in the front office. They did not get better on paper. So, really, it's going to come down to a couple guys for me. Four, that's there it is. I, when he's, as and I like to call healthy, him, when he's super Dak, the Cowboys are super. 
when he's average, Dak, they are average. They will go as far as four can take them this year. You mentioned CD going in that number one slot. That's a big jump because Amari Cooper, even though maybe the passion wasn't there for football, Amari Cooper is one of the best route runners in the game. So CD Lamb is going to have to be that guy. Diggs was unbelievable on defense last year. Can the Cowboys get the turnovers they got? Normally there's regression there. So I don't look at the Cowboys as a lock to win this division, but I would be stunned if at the end of the year, and the win totals come down a little bit to 10, 10 and a half, a market wide here from 11. So the betting market is going against the Cowboys now, which is normally a very public team. That normally doesn't have 10 flat. Yep. So to me, this is the best price points if you're a Cowboy backer that you're going to see. But one thing I would caution you on, they play the Buccaneers to open up the season. Two-point home dogs right now against the Bucs and Tom Terrific. If the Buccaneers come in and run roughshod over the Cowboys in week one, everybody's going to jump off the ship. They're going to jump off it. That's and your this, opportunity. There's where you might be able to really strike, and that okay. number could go up to north of $1.50 if they look bad in week one. Dallas did, by the way, lead the league in points per game last year, averaging 31.2, third in points per game through offense. Also, first in yards per game. So we'll see how the offense, if they're able to continue to be explosive with the pieces they have. The run game, like I mentioned, a big part of that as well. Curious well, your, your your thoughts on the personnel up front, because obviously you lose part of that offensive line. And then Ezekiel Elliott, who largely did not perform, and Tony Pollard, who really, really shone pretty brightly in that run game and deserved more opportunities than he got. Ezekiel Elliott is the best fullback in pro football. But what the Cowboys have to stop doing, and Kellen Morris has stopped doing, is trying to make 21 into 20. 20 Pollard can run on the outside. He can be your game breaker. Ezekiel Elliott, this isn't 2016, kids. He's not going to be able to turn back the clock and be that home run hitter anymore. He's a bruising back, and he can be effective. But we need to, we Cowboys need to utilize <laughs> him in that role. If they try to make 21 a tailback again, like the, the midriff shirts like you wore at Ohio State oh with gosh. the ripped abs. Eating those, the cereal. Those days are done, baby. But you know what he can do? He can pound. He can be physical. He can be between the tackles. If they utilize him properly, Ezekiel Elliott can be an effective fullback, tailback hybrid. But Tony Pollard's your tailback. And Tony That's Pollard should be utilized more in the pass game Absolutely. as well. Pollard doesn't need to come off the field, really. So unless it's a power formation and you really want to get physical in the goal line, that's where I'm going to use Ezekiel Elliott. And I really do. You can wear down defenses if you use Zeke that way. But to, to use Zeke as 2016 Zeke is fool's gold. He's not going to be that game-breaker home run hitter he was the first couple of years in the league. So in summation, 2022 Dallas Cowboys, Super Bowl contender or pretender, where you see things right now? I think they are a contender because they're in the NFC. Because I look at the NFC as a whole, and I don't think it's that good. The AFC is loaded, right? They're in the right conference right now to maybe catch some people sleeping. Tampa Bay is going to be right there. I don't know what Green Bay is going to be this year with their wide receiving core. And I think the Rams are still going to be good. But past that, who else scares you in the NFC? So by default, I think the Cowboys will be a team that could be a long shot to get to the Super Bowl. I actually have played them to win the mm. NFC at, at, at the, some of the best numbers that you're going to get for America's team, as I like to say. All right, and you did mention that week one game against the Bucks. Mm -hmm. When we come back here on Follow the Money, we're going to look at some of the week one lines that have already had some significant movement. I already have a bet in pocket oh. what it is when we come back. It's good to you. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. The College Football Guide is out now. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of all 131 teams, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus our best season win total bets, Heisman hopefuls, playoff predictions, everything you could want. The <laughs> only way to access this year's football betting guide is to become a VEASAN All-Access subscriber. Sign up today. It's super easy for the VEASAN All-Access package and get everything we offer the entire football season including our upcoming pro football betting guide equally as important subscribe now at vcin.com slash subscribe you know what bothers me about that though this is previews of all 131 teams my alma mater does not have a football team when that says preview of all 132 teams vcu virginia commonwealth university let's get a damn football team odu has a football team they're in the guide VCU, let's go. You you can't complain about. <laughs> My school, Stormy, didn't have a football team. Do you know how troubling that, that was? That does have to be a rough life. Oh, I had a, we had to drive to Blacksburg to watch Virginia Tech. All you want to do is Tech. go to a college football game and rep your colors, and you can't do it. I had to go watch bad Virginia Cavaliers football for years. It's terrible. <laughs> they don't know what it's like, the suffering. Well, hour three, we're going to talk all things college football with the contributors of the College Football Betting Guide. And like I mentioned, the Pro Guide coming out soon as well. So I want to get into some NFL week one line moves that are out here at DraftKings. Bills-Rams, of course, going to be the very first game of the NFL season. Thursday night football, September 8th at SoFi Stadium. Not any movement on that game. Relatively a pick there. You have the Buffalo Bills, a one-point favorite, who are the... Uh, favorite to win this year's Super Bowl, taken on the defending Super Bowl champs. Meanwhile, a number of week one games have had movement. One line I specifically got in on early, Uh and I am so glad I did, was taking the Carolina Panthers plus three and a half week one before the Baker Mayfield news came. And now the Browns are just a one-point favorite, so I'm feeling super good about the value we have here. And I think at home, Carolina should win that game against the Jacoby Brissett-led Browns. I would think so. Again, this perfect spot uh, for Baker, right? Because, again, yeah, there's going to be some pressure because it's the Browns. I mean, maybe that's not the most ideal spot for him to have all those nightmares. Of, oh, of man, everything. give him the revenge game, baby. Let's but he wants do it, it, right? I, yes. I'm with you. I, I'm, you got to back to me. You have to back the Panthers at this point. I would think by the time that gets to kickoff, Panthers would be favored. So right? you, you 100% got 100. You got a better process. number, absolutely, than anybody's going to get out there. Because I got to think, come kickoff, that's one, one and a half, two for Carolina. I think that could swing another three points before we get there. So you might want to grab Carolina on the money line now if you like the Panthers as we do. You know, you mentioned that Bills and Rams game, and what's really sticking out to me is the total. And I'm seeing 52 and in Week One. And I remember the Cowboys and Rams last year. Like, it feels way too high for me. Or Cowboys and Rams two years ago. I honestly thought you were about to say over, and I was like, wait, but the best defense in the league, what? I know. <laughs> okay, so, so, so to me, I'm kind of leaning towards the under. I wonder where that line will go on the total as it gets there. I, I feel like the game itself is is pretty accurate as to where the number is now, but that total feels way too high for me 
right now. So if I were to play something now, I'd probably play the under because it is. It's it's still the defending champs in the Rams, and they're not going to come out. Matty Stafford's been banged up all preseason here uh, and, and in uh, mini camps and the like. Hasn't really thrown a whole lot. I got to think they're cautious coming out of the gate. I can't think that Sean McVay and company are like, all right, let's go put 30 up there and try to make a shootout against Josh Allen and company. I think that's going to be closer to the vest. I like the under in that one right now. We are very in agreement on that thought process. The next largest adjustment, though, from that Panthers-Browns game mm-hmm. at DraftKings is Ravens-Jets. Baltimore went from a four-and-a-half-point favorite to now six, and that's another one that I think we all expected that line to grow, very much so in agreement with the Ravens being a significantly better team than New York with just, I mean, coming back healthy is so key. You have your quarterback. You have J.K. Dobbins. They were one of the most beat-up, if not the most beat-up team yeah. in all of football last year. Well, you know what they're going to do. They're going to run the football. John Harbaugh is going to run it. And Lamar and company, you mentioned having everybody back. I mean, they, I haven't seen a rash of injuries like that to one position room, like the running back room mm-hmm. last year, ever. Like, you're going down to fourth-string guys. I mean, it was just devastating what happened to the Ravens last year. To actually still be competitive – and I know they finished last in the, in the division at the end, but you were down to third-string quarterbacks and fourth-string right. running backs. I mean, I actually thought Harrell did a pretty good job of coaching last year. Having those guys back, they're going to be physical, man. They're going to really get after the Jets. And Robert Sala's defense last year was abysmal. So if they don't get tougher, they're going to get punched around in week one big time by a very physical Ravens team. That number, I think, gets up to seven, maybe seven and a half obviously a key number before week one starts. And I know there are a lot of people that are high on the Jets. I think they're going to be a very improved team. I, I hope they are at least yeah. for the sake of the people and that they have there. And I am a Robert Sala fan again, like those 49ers ties keep coming out. I covered a ton of BYU football, yeah. so I want good things for Zach just, Wilson and that offense. But he's but, like a tough guy, right? That's, that's yeah. the persona that he comes from BYU in San Francisco. They just haven't been tough on mm-hmm. defense yet. So like, the offense, the offense struggles with Zach year two and all that. That to me, that's expected. What's not expected is for that defense to be as in as bad a shape. I thought by now they'd be showing signs of turning it around. Yeah, I think the Ravens win by more than a touchdown, and so I'm not surprised at all that this line grew. Um, we talked about that Bucks Cowboys game. Mm-hmm. So Bucks favored by two and a half. Uh, that moved to two. So a, a shorter change here. Total fifty two. Sunday night football week one. Cowboys at home season opener. Place is going to be rocking because they haven't had the letdown no. yet. Um, I kind of like the Cowboys early. If I'm honest, I know based on what you said earlier, you think the Bucks could come out well, firing potentially, but well, what I, don't I would know. say is being the dog, right? If the Cowboys do lose, then you get that better price. But I'm with you. I think the Cowboys are going to show up in Week One. And so even last year, I had that theory of playing the Cowboys, but waiting because remember last year, they were nine, nine and a half point underdogs week one at Tampa. And my theory backfired because even in defeat, they lost by two. They played played so well. The (laughs) number got shorted. 0-1 in the division and the prices went down on the Cowboys because people saw the talent that they had. So I know a lot of people are going to be down on the Cowboys early because as you mentioned with with Gallup, we don't know if he's going to be ready to go week one and and so the wide receiver core is really decimated with Cooper and Cleveland. So how many live bodies are they really going to have? No, said Wilson. But so is Tampa. Chris Godwin's coming off that bad ACL as well. Leonard Fournette right now is not in football playoff Wait, Lenny so shape. Julio Jones didn't move the needle for you? Not for me. <laughs> but if Julio can turn back the clock a little bit, then, then I'll be a little bit more into it. I got to tell you, too, I look at the total there, 52 and a half, and I kind of like the under. Because for those, those reasons, I don't know that these passing attacks, no Gronk, no, Godwin will f- figure out how he looks if he's ready to go week one. And the Cowboys, as we just mentioned, I think they're going to be running the ball a lot. And I think 20 and 21 for Dallas will get a, a big a big part of the share there for the offense. I don't think it's going to be air Dak in week, week number one. And I know Brady's going to want to go out there and make a statement without his, his guy in, in Gronk. But Kyle Rudolph? Like, yeah, so I, there, I There's parts know. there that I go, this might be more of a defensive type game than people right. expect. And I think, like I said, I, I do think that Dallas is going to show up being a, a home dog yep. there. But the thing just in general about the Bucks is I could see this being another one of those ease in type of a season yeah. where a little bit of a slower start yeah. maybe out the gate. So that's at least where my head is at right now. We'll see after training camp once we get through and see the way some of these players come together and look. Um, I did pass one more game that I wanted to make sure we got to because it has been a full point change. Oh. The Saints. 
from a three and a half point favorite to a four and a half point yeah. favorite in Atlanta against the Falcons. And I, I feel bad saying this, but the expectations for this Falcons team are very bleak. Sean King has been on the show all week talking about how he, in one of his Circus Survivor contests, is going to exclusively fade Atlanta for nine straight weeks to start it's, the season. It's not a bad strategy. And here's the thing. You normally it's like beware the home dog, and now they're getting an extra point already up to four and a half. I mean, tell me how Atlanta wins this game. Now, the, the way they can win it is Jameis Winston turns it over a ton. But if he doesn't, I, I, I don't see a scenario where that comes into play. I think this number is going to move, too. It's already moved, as you mentioned, a full point. Again, I think being anticipatory of line moves is where you can really get, look, closing line value doesn't always work, but at least you're going to get the best of the number. And this number is going to move, too. I don't see any scenario this comes back and drifts back closer to three and a half. I think it goes north of five, possibly up to as high as six. The only number on that list that we showed up on your screen previously that I kind of disagreed with the line Mm. move was the Dolphins going from a three-point favorite down to two and a half against the Pats for week one. I, it, I'm the just weirdest so, I think they're on is, such even playing field for me. And by the way, now when Brian Flores was there, he really did pretty darn well against Bill Belichick and, you know, being his old coach. I wonder what it's going to be like now for a first-year head coach against Belichick. Like, that worries me a little bit. The coaching normally, chess match definitely but, gives Bill the advantage. But historically, again, trends be your friends. They don't have to be your, your full guy. Miami just it's always been a house of horrors whenever the Dolphins play the Patriots for Bill Belichick for whatever reason, whether it's down there in South Beach or last year we saw week one too. Miami just seems to get the better of New England in recent history. It's always fascinating how some of those teams just have the others' numbers. Yeah. You look at 49ers and the Rams, you look at the Saints and the Buccaneers, Patriots, Dolphins. It just sometimes but the it's coaching like that. does worry me it, in week one. All right, I see you. You're not wrong. <laughs> but that segment was basically a preview of do you concur? Did we agree with the line moves? Well, we're going to get into a full do you concur when we come back with. Um, Some hot takes, some question marks I have. Sports, pop culture, the whole shebang, including what's better, humidity or dry heat? What? Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Get 50% off all expert picks at winnersandwiners.com with the promo code VSINFTMGS50 at checkout. Tired paying for losers? Well, Winners and Winners' best bets are back to the win guarantee because no one should pay for losing picks. Their top experts continue to produce winners, and today they've got a loaded card of best bets. Use the promo code VSINFTMGS50 at checkout. Get 50% off all expert picks today. Winnersandwiners.com. In history, have begun with a question. That is the question. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? And what kind of hair product does Mitch Moss use? But follow the money wants to know. Do you concur? Concur. What, sir? Do you concur? All right, let's start the insanity. Uh, we encourage you all, by the way, to join in and participate. Tweet at us at Beeson Live, at Storm Bonantoni, at D Ross Sports, but. Let's jump right in. Starting with a 100-degree day in Las Vegas is better than a 90-degree East Coast day in the humidity, the mosquitoes. Do you concur? Absolutely. 100%. As an East Coast kid, Virginia Beach, Washington, D.C. area, that humidity is real. It is real. You come out here, and, you know, it's a dry heat. So you get to that 110, it does not feel as oppressive as that East Coast heat. Do you agree? 100% agree. I was just out in Birmingham, Alabama a week and a half How ago. As so- Oh, well, my hair's naturally curly, so it was bam. <laughs> but as soon as, like, you get off of the plane. Oh, you feel you it. You feel it. Oh. Here, at least, I always tell tourists, like, yeah, it, it's hot, but at least if you're on the strip, you have the casinos that you can walk yeah, through. Yeah. So get the AC, go out, and you're not, like, sweating the way that you sweat in humidity. Like, immediately, you're just... Some people like to call it glistening. You're not glistening. I just want to get that out there. <laughs> but I think it's like easier for me coming East Coast to West Coast because it does not feel as oppressive. I think it'd be tougher if you're a West Coaster going East and you're like, what is this? Because you get there in D.C., Virginia, South and Florida, and all of a sudden that 90 is a sticky 90. It's coming in oh. hot. Uh, this one's going to pull on your heartstrings, okay. though, Dave. The Cowboys won't win another Super Bowl in the Jerry Jones era. Do you concur? No, I don't concur. Are you kidding me? 
Jerry Jones, and like people always get, oh, you haven't had anything to celebrate since 95. Jerry got us three, people. Like they forget. They already forget that Jerry Jones. When was the last well, one again? 95. Oh, so was, I was three years old. Oh, my God. Don't say that. Like it, it's it's that like Jerry already has three in the bank. That happened. I'm all, I got the gray hairs. I was around for it. It counted. It's not like what he did post-95 is all we should take into account. So, yeah, Jerry's going to win another one. Honestly, it's not like I have anything going for me. The last 49ers Super Bowl was right around that time as well with the Chargers. and George Seifert? We've played in a few since, but have not gotten over the hump. He got very close. I want to ask you one. Do you concur that pineapple on pizza is actually delicious? Absolutely. But I'm not, so I'm not a Hawaiian pizza girl, though. I don't like the Canadian bacon ham shenanigans. Mm. But if you give me a pepperoni with extra cheese and pineapple, I'm down in that thing. Like, and as an Italian, I feel like that's so sacrilegious to even it is. put out into the universe that I like pineapple on pizza. I even like to dip it in ranch, guys. But Are you- it is actually delicious. No, I like the way you phrase that. Actually delicious, because people don't believe it. But it's actually not. And as a fellow Paisan, I'm offended at Come your on. statement. And look, Mike North from the great city of Chicago, who's watching right now, you wouldn't do this in Chicago. And I will say this, though, conversely, Chicago deep dish pizza is overrated. There's no, New York style, Sicilian mm-hmm. style is still the best. And don't ruin it by putting pineapple on it. So if somebody said, what about thin crust? Thin crust pizza is yeah, not good. It's okay. All right. It's doable. So this next one I'm very passionate about. Okay. And I might have to explain it, so I'm just going to get it. Okay. Drive-through traps okay. before what you, you get to trap? a menu should not exist. And by trap, I mean, so you know how you go up to a drive-through at a fast food, re- food restaurant, there's like that curb right. that locks you into the line. Oh, you're stuck. Especially if it is before you even get to the menu. You haven't even got a chance to order yet. You see the line is moving slow. You got places to be. You just don't want to be in the line anymore. And you cannot escape. Unacceptable. Should not exist. I, I concur. And I think Matt Humans, he does his power ratings for the best fast foods. I wonder if he takes that into account. Accessibility. Absolutely should. Because like we'll find out what next week when the rankings week, come when, out. When they come out. Because you're saying to me that you feel like if you get stuck and all of a sudden you're like, man, I was just getting like a coffee or something. Yes. And now I might be late for work. I'm going to give you a great example. Bring this it. time I had already ordered my item. But what was the I item? get I get a cold brew of some sort at Starbucks, right? They're the most <laughs> basic drink. I think this day specifically, it was a vanilla sweet cream cold brew. All you do is do the tap and pour the sweet cream in. That's all the drink is. Sounds no, like a, a lot of words no for extra just put, work. put some cream in there. But it's delightful. It is heavenly. <laughs> now, I order my drink. It takes two seconds to make. Okay. I'm in a line with... Three cars ahead of me, but this is a drive-through trap. The woman who is at the window is having such an argument going back and forth with the cashier up there about these sandwiches that she didn't have the receipts for, that she was trying to get. It was this whole thing. Oh, that's dicey. She already ordered a ton of drinks because her kids were in the car. Everybody had something. Her kids had completed their drinks, handed them back to the cashier, in the time that they're trying to resolve this issue, people behind me are honking, getting out of their I was going to say, do you cars, honk? Are you honker? Trying to figure out what's happening. I was sitting there for a half an hour. Oh. I looked at the clock. 30 plus minutes that I am sitting there. That's a nightmare. And this woman would not drive up. All you have to do, just, drive just, forward. Just get out of the way for the people behind you. Go inside to resolve your issue. Too lazy to do it. Having the <laughs> argument with the woman. Mind blown. I can't do it. And I'm sorry. I'm not usually this passionate I was say, about I don't think things. I've ever seen you angry before. I have never. I uh, I was so I irritated. I would have been late for my guys in the desert. By the oh. way, make sure you check that out. 2 to 3 p.m. Pacific, <laughs> 5 to 6 Eastern every weekday. Oh, well, then I concur now. Now that you've explained it, that there should be an off-ramp. So, Absolutely. So every fast food. Cause then Give what, me an escape route, especially if you can't get to the menu yet. If you haven't placed your order, you should not be stuck. And required to be in that line. Because you know what it ceases to be? It's not fast food anymore. It, it it's is, slow food. It is the, slow, the, yeah, the slowest I, coffee I it's have ever received fast in my life. food for a reason. All right, what else you got here, Dave? I have a good one for you, and I wonder if you concur. That Chick-fil-A isn't anything special. 
you're not going to like my answer because I absolutely concur. Oh my god. I think Chick-fil-A I think Chick-fil-A is fine and that is the best that I will get. It. it is you fine. Know, that it's, is so it's, rude. it's okay. If you say to somebody, "You know what? You're fine." That means you suck. Actually, That's I think that saying. means, "Hey, you're looking pretty good." Oh, but yeah, hey, you're fine. So, but if you it's the way you say it, right? Yes. So, if you say, "Yeah, Chick-fil-A's fine." Mm. That's like a six out of ten. That's like when you say, when you ask if like a girl is attractive and they say yeah, she has a great personality. <laughs> it's like one of those. So you think Chick fil A is a great personality? <laughs> they have great and they do, they have very nice people. My in pleasure. It. Although I did tweet about this uh, recently because I was back in Charlotte and I was back on the East Coast for the first time in, in a long time at a layover from that Birmingham trip. And I made sure I got Bojangles in the airport. That is my absolute favorite fast food chicken. Sorry, not sorry. Give me that honey mustard. I can drink that stuff. Any hooser, when I go up to make my order, instead of, you know, hi, what can I get you? What can I get you, baby? That's the Bojangles? I loved it. Well, that's Southern hospitality. I love that Southern hospitality, that charm. I said, I will take a what can I get for you, baby, over a my pleasure any day. (laughs) I think, first of all, I think it's wrong. Chick-fil-A is, uh, uh, we'll see where Matt has it, because he's the official guru and all that. That is a, that has got to be a perennial top five pick. You know what's going to make you more mad? What? My next one. Bring it. I think that the Wendy's chicken nugget is the best chicken nugget on the fast food market. Are you insane? No, I don't concur. Where is Matt Humans? (laughs) I think we need it. This is this is going off the rails Uh. here. Do you think it's the best? It's amazing. Lifelong staple. Never change the recipe. It is. So what? I think of like the McDonald's. but that's like the, that's the standard. That's they they were Gross. kind of the first in in the biz. Yeah, they tried and they failed. Wendy's perfected. Give me that barbecue sauce as well. Okay, I got one more. Have gambling you not had one. the Chick Fil A ones? I have one gambling oh. one for you. No, ugh, I knew you were seeing. That's so why good. I led to that. So um, Mid roll, point on cash in guy at the craps table is the worst at the casino. I concur. Mid roll. Mid roll. We're rolling. Let's keep it going. Like, you don't and I stop. know mid shoe at the blackjack table is a yeah. little annoying, but I think at the craps table that is. Well, because it stops everything. The it worst. halts all the momentum. Actually, what's worse, that or what we talked about last week? The point, um, the uh, oh, don't pass. The line. don't pass line. Ooh, I, I can't play with that guy. Look, I don't, I don't play, I don't play that that often anyway. But if I did, and somebody came up and said, "I'm going to play the don't pass," and we're all having a good time. 7-Eleven. You ruined the energy. You're making me leave my table. I'm winning all this money, and you're breaking my heart, sir. Cannot do it. That was fun. That was fun. The only reason why I ever played craps is because my buddy would always say, $5 yo, $5 yo. (laughs) I was like, what are you saying? $5 yo. We'll get back to work. Yeah, yo yo is a funny thing, though. The first time you hear it, you don't know what's going on. I've hit on a... I've hit on a few pretty good yo's. On yo's? Yes. Uh, the most successful betting night of craps of my life right here at Circa. So Bye now, yo. Brian McFadden, when we come back, Let's your guy. Bino. I'm definitely going to be the third wheel of that conversation. <laughs> no, uh, but the former Steelers, two-time Super Bowl champ, CBS NFL analyst with us when we come back. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from that local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. And it's super easy to subscribe wherever you get your local podcasts. Welcome back to Follow the Money. Stormy Bond, Tony, and Dave Ross here. Welcomed by Brian McFadden. Oh, man. Former Florida State Seminole, Steelers defensive back, two-time. Two-time. Super Bowl MVP, now doing the sports media thing with CBS Sports. And right off the hop here, Brian, like how much of a third wheel am I going to be in this conversation <laughs> between you and Dave? I need to know up front. The one thing about me and Dave, we're very hospitable. So if you feel like you're uncomfortable, it's our job to make you feel comfortable. Preach, so you should be okay. What exactly? I feel so honored. Uh, we will sure. get we will get to your Steelers conversation plenty and any memories that you guys yeah. have. But where I want to start with you, Brian, is I know you were out here in Vegas at, at Raiders camp and you were there front and center to the Devontae Adams Hall of Fame Hall of Famer comment. How much did your ears perk up when you heard that? Yo, but check this out. Real talk. When he actually said it, I heard it, but I didn't hear it. I didn't realize exactly what he said until after the fact when it kind of went viral. But I understand what he was trying to say. Mm-hmm. He, of course, he clarified that the next day. Um, but in all in all, it's all fun. And what I love, too, as well, is that you saw what Aaron Rodgers did yesterday. Yeah. You know what I mean? In front of, uh, in front of the microphones when he just – his first thing – the first things that he said was, well, anytime you go from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer. So that got back to Aaron Rodgers based on what Devontae Adams said. Uh, we all know some mutual respect between both two both players, right? They highly highly respect each other. But I can't wait to see if there is a friendly clap back from Devontae today based on what Aaron Rodgers did yesterday and his like low key response to what Devontae said in regards to anytime you leave a Hall of Famer and you go from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer, you know, it is what it is. Well, BMAC, you know how that works and, and you and Patrick Peterson always breaking news in the All Things Cover podcast as well. When you got that vibe from Devontae, was that he did he say it almost flippantly like he didn't think twice about it because you didn't catch it when he said it to you initially so he really must believe it like are you buying into that maybe the Raiders this could be a special year for them year number one with Josh McDaniels oh when it comes to overall team success and expectations yeah I'm buying into the Raiders let's 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 do it like this you guys are out, out there in Viva Las Vegas right what happened last year not just talking about the on the field success all the adversities they had to go through and endure mm. and get over. You lost your head coach during the season. You lost one of your best offensive players during the season. During, this, during the year, you got into the tournament, and you were basically one possession away from beating the Cincinnati Bengals. So if you factor in the, 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 the mental hurdles they had to endure and get over, now you have more structure on the staff, on the coaching staff. You added pieces to improve the roster I understand the division has gotten tougher. I understand that. But this is a team, in my opinion, they understand and know what it takes to fight through adversity. So I, I think this, this could be a special year. Me personally, even though they're playing in what I call the, the group of death, when you look <laughs> at how tough that division will be, the AFC West, that is. Yeah, it is a gauntlet. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm really glad that you said that because I do feel like the Raiders are a team that's being slept on a little bit. Derek Carr always pretty disrespected yeah. at the position despite the success that that he's had. So I'm glad I didn't have to ask you a leading question and you just <laughs> went there on your own. Yesterday at Steelers camp, um, as we transitioned to your former team, Mitch Trubisky opened things up with a pair of incompletions and you already heard people <laughs> screaming, put Kenny in. Where do you stand on the quarterback situation the first year without a potential Big Ben in the mix? Right now, I think it's Trubisky's job to lose. Now, 
things couldn't check could change leading into preseason ball games and stuff like that. But right now, it's Trubisky's job to lose. And the thing about the fans there in Pittsburgh, they love they love Steeler football. Did you guys see the clip of people, you know, in in lines waiting to get into Latrobe Park? Oh yeah, because train the first. It's like they don't work. They don't work in in <laughs> Pittsburgh. Nobody works. When I was there. People used to be lining up every day. It didn't matter if it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They line up because they love football, so they're going to cheer and they're going to expect to see Kenny at some point in time become the guy. But I'm okay if Trubisky keeps his job because that tells me two things. Number one, he's doing what he's supposed to do. Number two, we're winning ball games and we're scoring points. But if he don't, then clearly the offense is not generating and being consistent, and eventually Kenny Pickett will become that guy if there is some struggles offensively. But right now, I mean, come on, let, 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 let's, let's see what Trubisky can do. Man is 20, 26 and 21 in his professional career as a starting quarterback. That's above 500. That's an above 500 record with so much dysfunction that was around him. Dave, you remember all the dysfunction oh. that was around Trubisky in Chicago? You and I were there together in Chicago. We were there for a couple NFL drafts together in Chicago, BMAC, and we saw – uh, what transpired there w- with Mitchell it just didn't work. Now, hey, say sorry. So much for blue collar town, though, if <laughs> nobody's working. No, right. But they're all there to see Vmax boys. <laughs> but you know, look, we know, and you know this. You get Bill Cower, and then you go to Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season in his entire tenure in Pittsburgh. Vmax, the win loss total this year is seven for your boys. That reeks of whoosh, disrespect. What do you make of that number? Is this a team? Is this the first time that Mike Tomlin's not going to have a winning season? No, it's not. I mean, one thing about betting, you got the trend is your friend. Mike Tomlin has been the head coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers since 2007. 2007. Think about that. Go back to 2007. That was his first year. He's been a winning coach ever since. So why would I go against that trend? <laughs> why? That's what I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm that's what I'm, I'm saying, BMAC, even if they still had an under 500 season, you still cash that ticket. I don't know why everybody's – I mean, the amount of work and consistency it takes for a head coach to lead a team to consistently win at the pace that Tomlin has done. It's because the quarterback situation, though, B. You know this, right? So if, if – well, But if Mitch well, is not the guy, right, would they turn it over to the kid like they're doing in San Francisco in year two? Would Mike Tomlin do that in year number one? Potentially, he has to. But my thing is this. If Trubisky was able to have an above 500 record with so much dysfunction, no structure around him, one would think he would be a better quarterback with function around him, with structure, with a better offense personnel-wise on every level. So me personally, if you have any guts, right, go put money on Pittsburgh and Mike Tomlin to have to go over that win total right now. If you have any guts and glory and you believe, do it right now because the man has never had a losing season. And I can tell you this much, talk about the quarterback unknown, but what about Cleveland, right? We don't know who their quarterback going to be. And if it's, uh, if, if it's Jacoby Brissett, you have to like your chances. And the thing about Pittsburgh that I love, and, I, and, and the main reason why I'm taking the over outside of my bias to the Pittsburgh Steelers, right, defense and coaching. Defense and coaching. They still have one of the best defenses there in that division, and that coaching, that staff, the head coach, they will always be able to put their players in positions to be successful. So I'm taking it over. I'm not taking it under. No, that's not. That's the, Two things I can tell you this much about betting. One thing I realized, I'm never betting the under with the Pittsburgh Steelers as Mike Tomlin win total as long as Mike T is the head coach. And I'm always betting with the Saints to win on the road when they play Atlanta. <laughs> we are in uh, that together. Oh, we, we only got a couple I'm, minutes I'm left. I'm giving you some extra, some extra betting tips. All right. Well, I need Saints, to get I need to win. anytime they play in Atlanta. I got to get one in your alma mater. We got two minutes to go here, BMAC, because I know you were coaching with this team in the spring, and they they doused you with Gatorade. I keep telling you you're going to be a great coach one day, but until they until then, I need you to prognosticate on your Florida State Seminoles. What are they going to do in the ACC this year? Florida State, I guess the success for this year or whatever the expectations this year, we will know everything we need to know about Florida State week two against LSU on a national stage, Ooh. right? That, that that will tell you week one is like an opening week. We play Duquesne Pre-season. at home. 
preseason, but you know it counts. There's no fake football day, so get that out of your mind. <laughs> but week two in New Orleans, where, where, where they love beignets, if I'm able to go to that ball game, I'm going to be filled up with beignets and crawfish. <laughs> That's going to tell you all you need to know about Florida State. Similar to what happened last year, Stormy against your Notre Dame fighting Irish against the fighting Irish. It kind of told you everything you need to know about Florida State. It wasn't there yet, and it clearly didn't have that type of year. If they can take care of their business against the LSU. My expectations go from being low to being potentially, uh, you know, marginal to say the least. Watch so, out, no, no, watch out, November twelfth against Syracuse. And by the way, uh, BMAC, seriously, do you finally no, want? Yeah, stop. do you want to finally admit how much better you would have looked with a star in your helmet? Uh, no, I wouldn't have any ring, Dave. If I he has three Cowboys, stars on his helmet. <laughs> thank, you would, thank you, Stormy. BMAC thank, and, and Stormy. I tell Davis all the time, if I played with the Cowboys, I wouldn't have any rings. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Appreciate the time. This was awesome. Thank you so much. You're the best. Appreciate you, man. All right, thank you. Have a great day. Give Bryant McFadden a follow as well at BMAC underscore sports talk on Twitter. He let me wear his rings once in Chicago. Heavy? Heavy. I was trying to get dates. This has been the fastest two hours that we have ever <laughs> seen on this program. The college football hour coming oh, yes. up on Follow the Money next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.